today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. For those of us that are dealing with uh, the economic impact of COVID-19 and the pandemic and shutdowns and uh, and just trying to get by from day to day and week to week because of what's happening here with the number of different things that have been enacted, you'll be pleased to know that your hydro rates are going back up again. That's right. Uh, because of the uh, announcement that was made by the government yesterday, of course, they tried to give us a little bit of relief earlier this year, but uh, that's about to end, as Global's Jason Chapman explains. Expect to pay an extra $2.24 on their monthly bill. The change takes effect November 1st as Ontario moves back to time of use and tiered electricity pricing. In the spring, the province moved to a flat rate bill, meaning you pay the same to turn on your lights no matter the time of day. Next month, it's back to the old way, meaning you'll pay more to use your computer to work from home during the middle of the day than you would if you could work after dinner. Peak prices will be charged between 7 and 11 in the morning, a bit cheaper between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Off-peak prices are charged between 5 p.m. and 7 a.m. and all weekend. Jason Chapman, Global News. That's just the news I wanted to hear. Of course, I am looking to go home, have been since March, and uh, my rates are going up. Uh, just to do the show here. This fascinating news that's going on and very depressing, I think, for an awful lot of people who are still trying to make ends meet because of what's happening with COVID. Joining us to talk about the rates uh, increase and, and how it's going to have an impact here is a Steve Apple, publisher of Emission Track, which monitors CO2 carbon dioxide emissions for energy use. And of course, always a welcome guest on the program. Steve, how are you keeping these days? I'm very well, Bill. Thanks. You're not surprised by this announcement, I guess? No, I, I, last time we were talking, I was just mentioning to your producer, the last time that you, you and I spoke about this back in September, uh, literally during the call, I got my uh, most recent electricity bill. So as soon as I was off with you, I opened it up and noticed that the rate had gone up from the rate that I quoted to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was expecting this, and uh, yeah, this, and, and here we are. I, I mean, the obvious question here is, look, at if, if they instituted a different program for us because of the, uh, the effect of COVID, uh, to try to give homeowners and, I guess, businesses, too, a certain amount of relief. Uh, we're into the second wave right now, so why are they actually going back to the old way, which is going to be more expensive? It's, this is going to be rather onerous for an awful lot of people. Uh, yeah, well, it's just because the the costs that are baked in uh, to the system right now, I mean, the, eventually they have to get paid, so uh, we're either going to borrow the money to do this, and we're borrowing for up the yin-yang for a thousand other things, uh, to, to serve and everything else, and so uh, while we've just got to start paying the Piper ASAP, and that's, uh, that's basically where we are right now, it's, uh, it's a, a, a function of what the last government left the current government. I know that every current government blames the last government for all its woes, but in this case, the current government is absolutely right to put it on the last government because it was the last government that did this. They doubled rates between, almost uh, doubled rates between 2010 and now, and uh, on stuff that uh, is demonstrably not needed and is just way, way uh, less efficient than the sources we already had. So uh, um, here we are. You, you know, you and I have, I was going to say we could get into a huge philosophical discussion that could last for hours. I think we've actually done that over the years. So, yeah. and we've talked about how we generate power in this province. Uh, and, and as you say, the, uh, the, the goals that uh, the previous government had, uh, you know, with windmills and wind power and a number of other things. And, and you know, and, and, you know, we always have to preface what we're saying in, in these discussions, Steve, by saying, look, we're not troglodytes here. We understand uh, that we do need to look for renewable sources of energy. We get that. But at the same time, uh, to simply say, okay, we're going to put the cost, the total cost of that onto your hydro bill, uh, which is what the last government did, was, uh, was well, catastrophic for them, as it turned out, but catastrophic for we as consumers, too. For, for sure, and we're we're in a we're in a situation right now where like everybody's stretched to the max as as you as you said right off the top, and uh, 
That's right. It's it's uh, why are we uh, uh, still paying for something for a luxury that we quite literally can't afford? You know, Bill, we we it's today is a perfect example of 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 the situation that we're in. We're running we we're running at an incredibly low uh, carbon dioxide rate for electricity in in the province right now. Something like ten grams per kilowatt hour. It's just freakishly low. Uh, this is all being done with we're getting very little uh, help from wind right now. Wind is a very very low wind day. Uh, you know, at nine in the morning before the solar had kicked in, we we were at ten grams per kilowatt hour. Uh, it, so basically, all the heavy lifting that we're that we needed doing is being done by nuclear and hydro stuff that we already had on the grid before the Green Energy Act started in 2010. And and uh, and but here we are. We have to pay these these enormous rates that that go along with with green energy. So uh, it's uh, it's. On the government, on the current government, uh, uh, on the current government's uh, agenda to lower those baked-in rates, and that's going to be that's going to be a very interesting uh, um, proposition. Uh, I don't want to go too deeply into the politics of this, but I'm going to ask you this because I know that this, uh, this is very germane to the conversation. Is there a politician or political party out there that has the uh, intestinal fortitude to start bringing up nuclear power once again? Uh, perhaps the if if any government it's the current one and and they've been uh, I've, I've been you know as as a as a as a, as a, a pro nuke I've been quite happy with what they've said so far uh, so I think of, of all the governments it's it's certainly them it's certainly not the NDP if, and I and I hate to say that because that's my party of choice since I started voting but uh, but that party is is nowhere close to this and they're they're just uh, they're just uh, sort of following the. ENGO, the Environmental Non-Government Organization uh, route, which has gotten Germany into the mess that it's in, with power rates that are double ours and uh, carbon dioxide rate that is just uh, that is obscene. So uh, the the current government could do it, and and uh, I certainly encourage them to do it. And uh, in the meanwhile, they've got a bunch of very overpriced contracts that I, you know, in, in if they pick the fight that I wish they would pick. Uh, they would address these contracts, but I think that that's uh, that's something that's easy for me to say. Well, and they're waiting for the other shoe to drop too. After they canceled the uh, the cap and trade program, of course, there's a yeah. uh, the, the possibility of a huge payout that they may have to make there. So I guess they're going to be a little uh, hesitant to get involved too deeply into any of this stuff until that gets resolved. But uh, but again, we as consumers are the ones left holding the bag here, and and it's getting to be a pretty expensive bag that we're holding. Yes. Well, well, the, the the another sort of irony of this is is that uh, major users, major industrial users, don't pay anything close to what you and I are paying. Yeah. We are paying for the discount that they're getting. Uh, so, so it it was acknowledged by the previous government that yeah, you you can go too high with electricity rates, but I mean, they just said, well, we'll get the ratepayers, the ordinary ratepayers like you and I, to pay for it. Uh, the the people who. Uh, depend on low-cost electricity, they have to get a break, otherwise otherwise they'll leave the province. They can't function economically, and they'll have to shut down and, and go somewhere else. National Steel Car, the, uh, the, the outfit that I mentioned earlier, uh, in Hamilton, there's, they're a prime example, and they're taking the government to court over, uh, you know, the government, the, not the current government, but, you know, they're just taking the government to court that over government, the yeah. global adjustment being this ridiculously high tax. And this is something that they have to pay, and they're getting industrial rates. So imagine what it's like for, well, we don't have to imagine what it's like for, for us. We know what it's like. But it's, it's, there's, a, there's a two-tiered system that's already in place, uh, first class and second class, as, as Bruce Sharp, uh, 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 one, of my, uh, one of my energy uh, colleagues, puts it. And that's, that's, this is something that, that 
has to get addressed, and it's very, very difficult uh, a subject, as you mentioned, because the government's already wrapped up in in uh, in uh, the carbon or the uh, cap and trade, as well as the carbon tax and the sticker, the whole sticker fiasco. So this is this is a this is a, a tough file. I I really hope that uh, they address the the baked in systemic costs that the previous government left them. I'm going to ask you about about the the way that we're built here too, because this is I think a, a, a source of of what's going on here. Fixed pricing. Which basically means you know you use hydro, you pay for it, uh, whether it's eight o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night, whatever the case might be. Uh, they instituted, of course, the time of use uh, a tiered program, uh, which was suspended you know, to their credit when the COVID thing hit, the shutdown hit. Uh, and and it, it's supposed to encourage us to be more economical and to use uh, the you know the, the washer and dryer late in the evening as opposed to through the course yeah. of the daytime. But th- that was then. This is now. The thing that, that really bothers me about this, Steve is that we're forced, as, as I have been since March, in, in sitting here in my home doing this program with my computer on, with other electrical stuff on. I don't have a choice. Yeah. I, I can't say, hey, I'll do the show at 10 o'clock at night now. That's not, that's not going to fly. Uh, and, and, and they know that. And, I, and I'm only one example. I mean, I know hundreds of other people, uh, you know, whether they're accountants, whether they're teachers, lawyers, whatever the case may be, sp- are spending most of their time working out of their houses right now. And and the government says, well, too bad, so sad. We can't afford to do this anymore. So you guys are going to get nailed. Yeah. Yes, that's that's exactly right. The the time of use thing. Well, well, you you mentioned that it was to encourage us to stop using electricity at at certain peak times. That's that's one. That's that's what the government gives out. Uh, the real reason is it's cost recovery. What is the the most expensive electricity is the is the highest at the time of use, and that's solar. We've yeah. got uh, 3,000 megawatts of solar and, and at obscenely enormous rates, and this is, this is causing major problems. We can run, but we can't hide from these high rates that we're contractually obliged to pay. And unless that, those contracts are revisited, uh, we're going to be talking about this uh, till kingdom come. So this is, uh, this is just something that, uh, you know, we could, it's, it's like spending on it. It's like paying your groceries on a credit card. Eventually, you do have to pay uh, you have to pay the piper when it uh, when when the bill comes to you. So we're we're going to you know and look at all the fiscal pressure that the government is under now. And unless there's a systemic and sustained uh, um, um, and serious effort to address the root cause of this, which is these really high contractual rates, we're going to be talking about this forever. But we, as consumers, we get gullible and, and maybe just a little bit. You know, uh, drastic from time to time when we're looking for quick-term solutions to this because they always sell it to us this way. That, you know, we're doing you a favor. I know it's going to hurt a little bit now, but in the long term, uh, we'll have more energy. It's going to be cheaper. Well, we do have more energy, but it's more expensive. Uh, so, you know, we, we th- that didn't work out the way they said it was going to, and it's not helping the consumer at all. And even if you did uh, go back with, to the program that we just talked about, about time of use, uh, I don't know anybody that was saving that much money because the rates were up so high. It didn't much matter. With at nine o'clock at night, you were still getting you know uh, right in the neck every time you started to use the hydro thing. Uh, so the, you know, then the other alternative, and we've talked about this in the past, is when they arbitrarily say, "Okay, we're going to cut rates." Well, the money's got to come from someplace, as you and I said. There, there's no discounting for for hydro and for power. Uh, it just got added onto the debt, which you and I have end up paying anyway. So if, instead of paying it, well, we are paying it monthly. It's just they hide it under another cover and in another, uh, you know, category on our, our hydro bill. So uh, I guess what we're asking for here is, is where is the relief? I mean, the governments have been, you know, they've been 
playing with numbers here to try to appease us, and it's not really working. No, that's right, and and that's 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 an excellent point, and that's that's pretty much where this government is is, is situated right now. What they're doing is they're is they're trying desperately to give us some sort of form of relief, but as you and I both know, that is very illusory, and and we have to pay. We've got costs that are behind all these all these uh, uh, rate shenanigans, and those costs are going to get paid. However, however, whether we pay with a credit card or whether we pay up front with cash, uh, unless unless that's addressed, where where this is this is just going to keep going. And you're right with time of use. Even if we accept the original uh, rationale for it, which is where it's to it's to discourage peak use, what can you load shift? Uh, what what can either any of us load shift other than the dishwasher? That's basically it. We've got one appliance, the dishwasher, and if people. People who don't have dishwashers, they've got no appliances uh, that, that afford the op- opportunity to shift their use. You know, your, your, your peak use is in the middle of the day because you work in the middle of the day. And that's, that's just it. Unless you, you know, move the show to 2 a.m., uh, you're, you're, just, you're, you're stuck paying these high rates. That's the, that's the kicker in all this. There's not much load shifting that we can do. So it's uh, in the last government you know, was annihilated electorally for playing rhetorical games with, 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 with electricity rates. Saying, oh, we're getting a big break, we're cutting, the, you know, the HST, and, and in the end, we're still paying enormous rates. The current government has to be really careful that it doesn't get into that same game and get pasted by the electorate uh, with, with the same sort of result. Well, and we had this discussion not too long after Doug Ford got elected because one of his first promises, actually during the campaign, uh, he talked about reducing hardware rates. And and maybe that was political naivety on his part. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, how often are we going to fall for this? I mean, this is, this is this is the same line we've been fed for about the last 25 years. And, and you know, it doesn't matter which government it is. And it yeah. never works out. I mean, nobody's come up with a solution yet. And, uh, uh, you know, but we keep falling for it. And I, what I'm concerned about now is given our economic situation and what's happening with the pandemic, and now these rates are going up again as, as of November the 1st, uh, are we going to see another winter like we saw what was about five, six years ago, uh, Steve, you know, where people were actually getting, uh, well, you know, the, the hybrid was being shut down, shut off altogether. And we had some horrific stories that we saw on, on Global News and other places of, of these poor families. And we're not talking about remote areas. I mean, that's bad enough what they're facing yeah. out there. What we're talking about in metropolitan areas where they said, we just can't afford this. Well, you I, can't afford not to have hydro, but if you can't pay the bill, what are you going to do? Exactly. That's that's. I'm 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 a little bit worried, uh, uh, concerned about this upcoming winter for exactly precisely that reason. If if we get a harsh winter, and you know we've got to, they're on top and, of and all by these, the way, the experts say that's probably what's going to happen: very cold temperatures. Exactly. This and this has been the pattern, with the exception of of the of the, the last winter. We've got COVID. Uh, we've got rent relief we've got people you know struggling to pay rent and the the issue of you know do i pay uh, uh, electricity or rent is going to be magnified a hundredfold uh, just because of, of what you and i are talking about so yeah i'm a little bit concerned about this i mean the, the, how many of how many rate relief or 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 rent relief programs is the government going to have to fund with borrowed money uh, before we take a serious look at what is driving this driving these costs well, we need to have a discussion about this. I mean, it's one thing to put out a press release saying, oh, by the way, guys, here's what's happening in two weeks. So let's discuss why and how 
And Steve, I, I, I know you and I are going to have that discussion again in uh, the days and weeks ahead. I appreciate the time. We're just about uh, out of time this time. But, uh, boy, we've got a lot more to talk about. This, so we'll, we we'll get in touch do. with you again shortly, okay? Certainly do, Bill. Always a Take pleasure. Take care. Steve Apple, of course, publisher of Emission Track. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.